But guys, back at it again. And uh, remember, we are talking about joint venture agreements today. <laughs> so let's get in it. Um, guys, let us know where you're coming in from. Hit the uh, the like button, the share button. And um, if you got anything for us while we're doing this, please write over in the comment section. And then if uh, you grab that link, it'll stream yard. It'll pick you up and tell us where you're coming from. That way we can see who's talking to us. Guys, we're talking about joint venture agreements today and the pros and cons, the good, the bad, and why it makes sense for anybody that's, and this is for experienced or inexperienced people, okay? Um, I joint venture with guys all the time, right? And this could be new people. It could be experienced people. It doesn't matter, right? Somebody uh, has something that maybe you don't, okay? And in this case, we like to help with the experience that we're talking about, like the experience level to help people get their deals done, right? The same pieces that go with every deal are the same pieces of the puzzle that doesn't matter where you're at. You have a deal, you have title, you have attorneys, and you have an end buyer, right? All of that is the same consistency. It doesn't matter what neck of the woods you're in. So one of the big things that we want to talk about today is why it's so important to vet the person that you're working with as a joint venture partner, okay? So let's talk about from the guys that are brand new, haven't done a deal yet, and you're trying to learn, right? You've done the YouTube University. Um, you've probably gone into bigger pockets and watched a few things and watched a few videos, maybe reached out to some people. And then you've probably gone over to a LinkedIn page and you've checked out some things over there, right? But the problem is, is that you're constantly wondering why, if, how are these people real or not? So the way I suggest to do this is get through a vetting process. The person that's going to work with you that is, let's let's use this for non-experience to us as the experienced person. We should be able to walk you through paperwork. Actually, starting from there, it should be finding the deal, what the paperwork looks like to do the deal, right? A title company to recommend to go to that's very investor friendly, and then to actually bring a buyer to the table. And then to sell the deal, close it, and make revenue, right? So it's very important to go through that person's background. Ask them. Give me proof. Show me HUDs. Give me uh, people I can call and ask questions on you, right? Like if it was us, we would give you some recommendations of attorneys we work with and close deals on. Um, we could talk to other people that have done deals with us. Like people that are really in the business and doing deals should have no problem at all. Being transparent with you is the person that says that they're going to get 50% of this deal, right? On the other side of that, if you're inexperienced and you're trying to learn how to do this, don't waste so much time trying to figure it out. And remember when you're doing this, don't worry about like, well, I don't want to give 50% of the deal away. Well, 50% of zero is still zero, right? So you really want to think about what are you going to learn going through that process? What are you going to gain and asking that person that's working with you to be completely transparent and walk you through the steps so that maybe you get more comfortable. You might do one or two more deals with that person and then you go on your own, right? But this is a piece that I see a lot of guys nowadays that they just get overwhelmed. They get uh, the flashy syndrome or you know, somebody's showing a, a nice car or talking about being on the beach and all this other stuff that's just strictly to get your attention. And I get it. It's marketing. 
But let's deep dive it. Let's get through the background of the person that says they're going to help you do this business. Do they really know it? Are they currently doing it? And how far are they going to help you get down that, that path to get the deal done, right? So let's dive into some of the pros and cons here. So joint ventures, and let's talk about uh, some of the pros. Uh, don't have to market or negotiate. Uh, a percent of the deal is better than no deal. And building relationships enables you to grow. Those are some of the pros. Um, I want to be very specific on this marketing and negotiating. One of the things I see a lot of guys talking about is that they can get into doing the marketing, but they don't know how to negotiate. You might be able to get the phone to ring, but how do you take the next step to talk to that seller? Right? What tactics or not even tactics, but are you really trying to help a seller that needs your help? Are they motivated because they have to sell or they want to sell? That's a very important piece, guys. If you go into a, a sales call or to a, a deal that somebody ha that you have, you have to be willing to understand that you're trying to help this person. If your agenda is strictly based on money, you got the wrong agenda, right? You have to actually care and go to help that person get through the transaction in order to close the deal and make money. Everybody makes money. But are you really helping that person get through their problem? I see a lot of guys that are so worried about just the agenda of making money that they totally discount the talk of the talk, the talking to a seller. So they don't get comfortable. You know, they sound like everybody else. It's the same thing, right? Like how many bed, how many bath, how many square footage? I could tell you that that means nothing. It does to a certain degree, but if you're not talking to the seller on why they're selling and how you're going to help them solve their why, you're missing the whole point of this entire wholesaling thing, right? You've got to get in to help somebody that needs to sell, that has to sell. Like they have a problem that you have to help solve. And that's what you're doing here. So getting with somebody that's going to help you talk about those negotiations. Somebody that's going to help you get into the role play type scenario, right? That's a very big piece of this. Okay. So let's talk about the cons. Um, you're not getting your own deals. Uh, hard to do, hard to do right. It's, it's a hard to do right in the business. Um, and then unvetted partners could leave you in the dust, right? These are guys that are not doing good business, that they're just trying to coattail you. Um, maybe they're just trying to get into the deal. They, maybe they haven't even done a deal themselves, right? Uh, I see a lot of guys that you'll see in different groups that'll come in and say like, Hey, I'm a cash buyer. They're really, really just another wholesaler, right? And their 50% is saying like they're going to take what you've put together and post it in another group, right? And that's what they think or that's what I see guys considering 50%. I don't feel like that's real. we got one person over here who says relationships and transactions. Yes, completely. Really good comment. Really good comment. Um, this is a relationship business, guys. It's It's... What you know is a big piece of this, but who you know is very important, right? You want to know the people that you're working with have your best interest. They really care about you doing the deal. Um, we've gone into deals before where we've made less money because we want to get the deal done because we're doing what we say we're going to do, right? Um, specific deal was a recent one. We ran the numbers, uh, signed or came in from a bandit sign, and this was me. I was out and about doing it. Got the deal under contract and had the square footage wrong, right? So we thought we were going to be around $10,000 the wholesale fee. 
but we had to get it down to five because I was wrong. My numbers were missed. So we were actually still able to help the seller and they were very happy, right? So we made a little bit of money, but we were still able to get the seller done with the deal that we told him we could. So it's very important to remember that as doing this, guys, is do what you say you're going to do, right? Follow through with it. Don't go out and lock up contracts just to lock up a contract, right? Don't go out and just because the seller says they want $80,000 does not mean that it's worth $80,000, right? You got to really reverse engineer your numbers and know them. So getting with somebody that can help you do that is very important. Understanding how to get to those numbers is another piece of the pie that you have to understand. Can you formulate your Mayo? Can you do a on the fly rehab budget? And then can you really get the seller where the money makes sense to the number they need, the number that you need to sell it for all that work. Okay. So let me see, make sure we go through these things. The other, the other one we had in here is there's no reason to shy away from them. It's a great way to learn, especially if you're low on capital and value creates opportunity. Yes, that is one of our core values of our company. Um, I think this statement was meant to be where a lot of new guys get scared of working with guys that are experienced, right? Um, guys will say like, hey, I don't, feel, I don't want you to take the deal from me. Um, I don't feel comfortable giving you the address. Um, what, what do you need? And we do this, right? What do you need to get comfortable to work with that person so that you know that they have your best interest on your side, right? So for us, we'll sign a joint venture agreement that clearly defines what roles are what, right? We're going to work with them. This is what we need them to do. Here's what we're going to do. And that means you're going to talk with a seller. You're going to get pictures. You're going to put a lockbox on and we're going to help you with paperwork, right? And then on the other side of that, we're going to bring a buyer to the table. We're going to bring them to walk through the property. We're going to put all the flyers out and make it so that it's very put together to the people that we know have performance and have cleared deals with us before. Right. That's another piece of this, guys. You need this. I said this before, but you need to find out and vet the people. Don't be don't feel bad for asking questions. Don't feel bad for asking people that say they can work with you that you want to see HUDs where you've closed deals. And I mean deals within the past three, six, 12 months that you can show that you clearly closed a deal and made a profit, right? There should be no question about somebody coming to you saying, hey, I want to work with you as a joint venture partner and them saying, and you asking the question, cool, can you show me what you've done? Can you show me where what's closed? Like, I want to know that I have a real person, right? The guys that don't want to do that, that's a red flag. There's no transparency from the get-go. Right. We have I have no problem showing you HUDs. I have no problem showing you deals to show you that we can work with you. Right. So if you're local to Hampton Roads, obviously, let us know. Reach out to us. If you've got something you have questions on, let us sign a joint venture with you. And this speaks to anybody. It doesn't have to be us. But let, let us sign some paperwork that gets you and I locked in together to where we can help you actually review the deal. And we can run you through why this does make sense or why this doesn't make sense so that you can move forward on something else and not waste time, right? We, I get a lot of these. I got a deal, Sean. I want, to, I want you to look at it. Cool. I just send me the address. Tell me your numbers and we'll go from there. Well, I'm not comfortable. I've been working on this deal for a while. Um, I don't want to lose out on possibly being part of the deal. Cool. We'll send you some paperwork and then we'll get comfortable, right? And then let's do a call talking about the numbers. And most of the time when this happens, 
is that it's a newer person and they don't understand those numbers yet of how to formulate that number. And that's why we help them reverse engineer it. Okay. But guys, going back to the, what we said, the pros and cons of working with a joint venture partner or JVing with people usually out is better more than bad. You just got to be careful with it, right? If you're, if your stomach's giving you that um, upset feeling and just doesn't feel right, go with your gut, right? You're probably right. So, and then again, vetting, take the time to vet the people that you're working with that can actually help perform and don't worry about the flashiness, the fast talking, you know, get some proof behind it and that will help you guys. So guys, I appreciate you being here today. Uh, I think we had a few people watching for a little bit and uh, sorry for all the technical difficulties, <laughs> but um, hopefully you got something out of this lunchtime live today. And uh, as always, if you're ever interested in anything in wholesaling, please check us out at wholesalingoutofthebox.com. Um, you can check out those meetings. We have one coming up Friday and then we have a property walkthrough coming up the following Friday. So love to meet you guys there if we can. We're doing those local and virtually. Um, as always, guys, thank you so much for taking the time to watch this. Uh, be part of it. And if you're watching the replay, please leave us a comment and uh, let us know if there's anything we can help you with. Otherwise, we'll see you on the next one. Later. Hey, everyone. It's Ashley with Wholesaling Out of the Box. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We've got a lot more content coming for you on your podcatcher of choice, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all of the above. So we'd really, really appreciate it if you would be willing to write a review if you have the time today for us down on whatever, wherever you're listening to this, because reviews help us so much to get in front of more people. And it lets us see what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, what you're interested in, things like that. So give us any kind of feedback. Sean and I are always saying we like all feedback, all uh, constructive criticisms so that we can get better so that we can give you the content that you're looking for. So if you could leave us a review, that would be magical. And that's, that's it. Thanks for listening.